This is the future. This is not the past. The new XFL will kick off in 2020. If you smell what the XFL is cooking. It's still football, but it's professional football reimagined. This is our moment, our story to tell. This is history begun. This is the XFL! Hello, football fans. This is the week of April 15th. Make sure your taxes are done. This is the road to 2020. And this is the XFL show. And this week, giving you a little Bourbon Street recap and going over some news in the world of alternative football. I'm Alan. I'm Jake. And I'm Bryant. Vince is on a hiatus this week, guys, because he was uh, so beat up from WrestleMania weekend and talking to all the wrestling and XFL people that we reached out to. Uh, that he's once again missing this week. So thank you, Brian, for showing up. Guys, we were in New Orleans last week as wrestling fans, but also as XFL podcasters. And we we put the microphone in people's faces. We asked them the questions. And then all of that footage was lost, and we couldn't post it last week. Uh, we let you guys know about that on our last episode of Minisode we gave you. But now at least we'll be able to talk about what we experienced talking about the XFL with a few football fans in New Orleans. Boots on the ground last week, Jake. And actually, there was excitement for the XFL. You know, everybody was in town for WrestleMania, but when you bring up the XFL to some people, yeah, they get pretty excited. And you even saw some people wearing XFL gear in New Orleans. Oh, yeah. I mean, there was definitely, you know, paraphernalia on Bourbon Street. It was, you know, dwarfed by, you know, by the wrestling uh, the wrestling merch there, but but sure, there were some XFL people there that we talked to. There, there were some other people that, you know, we just kind of cold called and brought up the question to see what they were going to say. Yeah, I like bringing it up to uh, people not from the United States of America, most of all, just to see what, if they even knew what it was. <laughs> we talked to some Brits, and they actually dug the XFL. There, did you? I really... I guess maybe Roger Goodell isn't that crazy, Bryant, because whenever I was sp- speaking to English people, they were either fans of the XFL and the NFL, both, or or just NFL fans even. I talked to some Raider fans from England, and that was kind of surprising. But football's kind of big over there, I guess bigger than we give it credit for. Yeah, I think the one thing we don't look at is the fact that that game that started as a once a year turned into three a year and he's expanding to mexico so uh, football's big across the world you just got to find the right spots and uh, maybe one day the xfl will explore that option as well yeah and the xfl was uh something that the, the brits knew about of course the americans and when we brought it up to people i would say mostly the reaction was positive some people just thought it was a vince mcmahon gimmick or a lot of you know a couple I'd say three of of what we talked to, like ten people. Three of them at least were saying Vince McMahon's just you know trying to make up for that before he retires completely. Uh, what those people don't realize, Jake, is that Vince McMahon will never retire. Never. The man didn't even sleep all WrestleMania weekend. I think this week he finally got some rest. Yeah, I mean, I didn't come across much you know much negative reaction. Mostly positive, and perhaps it was just because everyone was there for the wrestling. And, you know, they have faith in Vince McMahon uh, as the man, as a a person and as a character. So, yeah, I I didn't come across very much negative 
reaction. Yeah, and admittedly, when we're in New Orleans at WrestleMania weekend asking people about a Vince McMahon, you know, endeavor, most of them are going to be biased and favorable towards Vince McMahon. We get that. But we just even wanted to get their reactions to the XFL, Bryant. And, you know, we got we were together most of that time when whenever we were going off. But I, I spoke to maybe one or two other people. Maybe you guys weren't around about the XFL briefly. Not much detail. Did you guys encounter anybody on your own through the time in New Orleans talking XFL? Uh, yeah, I, I ran into oh, – go ahead, Jake. I'm sorry. I, I was going to say, I think – I thought I was with Vince. Maybe I was w- with you, Brian, though. We, we found a gentleman w- with an L.A. Extreme jersey on, uh, number one, where we, we asked him about the XFL, and he uh, – Quick trivia question. Who wore number one for the L.A. Extreme, Brian? Jose Cortez. Was it? I was he number I'm three? Assuming. I don't know. I was actually just asking you. I don't know. I'll look that up. Go ahead, Jake. Sorry. <laughs> But yeah, so th- this guy, he wasn't, you know, we asked him, are you excited about the XFL coming back? Uh, you know, he wasn't jumping up and down, hooting and hollering. Yes, he kind of said, you know, yeah, that would be nice. I, I think that was his answer. Um, you know, maybe he was just wearing the jersey for the extra attention, and, and hey, it worked <laughs> out. It worked out for him great. He's wearing it because it was really cool. And yes, I looked it up. Bryant, Jose Cortez, number one for the LA Extreme. Damn. <laughs> And see, that's why we bring you on the show because you know your XFL history. I, you know, I, I like I said, I was an avid follower back then. So uh, <laughs> just throw them at me every once in a while. We'll see if I get them. I just like talking to the one drunken dude that we got, and I was really upset we didn't get him on on the air. That that was the footage. I was really mad we weren't able to salvage. But this guy was just so hammered, saying, "Going the XFL is going to overtake the NFL." We're bringing football back to where it should be. And he's trying to get a chant on, on Bourbon Street. It was the coolest thing ever. Uh, <laughs> I, he went a little far with some of the language, but it was still very, very entertaining. Um, but maybe not the crowd the XFL wants to be associated with when they returned. That was the, he was definitely part of the original XFL crowd for sure, Jake. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's great to be excited, but... Uh, like we said down there, you know, we, we did we did have boots on the ground. We were talking. And uh, uh, listen, I, I think people can only really be as excited for the XFL as the XFL will let them be. And that being said, uh, please just give us some nuggets of information. Give us something to talk about, something to argue about, something to speculate about. And I understand this weekend only one thing was on Vince McMahon's mind, and it, it, it was not Alpha Entertainment. But moving forward, we're, we're going to have to get something. Um, yeah, sorry, Jake. Uh, if you want me to give you some information like that came out this week, uh, I can't help you because, once again, if you want you want to take a guess at what was updated on the XFL social media accounts, Twitter and Facebook? Uh, I'm sure Brian can fill us in. I was at WrestleMania, man, but I'm sure I didn't miss much. <laughs> you did not. Nothing. The Zippo, nothing on the social media front, nothing on XFL.com, nothing really official news-wise from the XFL. And like Jake said, WrestleMania on Vince McMahon's mind this week, lots of big things going on with the WWE, so really didn't expect anything, but maybe in the coming weeks, we'll see, we hope, but no, no new news. And that has a lot of people who were super excited three months ago, now going on, yeah, what were we, yeah, three months since the, since, since the announcement. Uh, they're kind of getting depressed. And I want to tell them, don't get depressed. This is all part of the whole plan, right? It's 
it's a two-year waiting period. It's a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff that's happening right now. But the thing that makes people anxious is that Alliance of American Football is so, so in the public consciousness, at least with little tidbits here and there. And I don't know if you guys heard, but they had some new news in the AAF last week that was very, very interesting because they have more names associated with that league, whereas the XFL has only one, McMahon. Yeah, I'm glad Football AF is getting some news, but in the public conscience, uh, I'm not sure. You know, I, I feel like you could walk down a street and ask 20 people, you know, oh, what they true. think about the Alliance of American Football, and maybe, maybe one of them would even know what it is. That's true. Not the entire word when we're saying conscience. I'm just saying at least they're on CBSSports.com or ESPN.com, and there were some write-ups recently about the league, which is. I think what you really want to be doing, right, if you're going to be starting a league in a week or in a month or in a year, you want each and every single day or each and every single week or each and every single month at least some sort of talk about your brand on one of the major sports websites. And Football AF has been able to do that since their announcement last week. Their announcement was their first city and a head coach, Steve Spurrier, is going to be coaching the Orlando team. There will be an Orlando football team in Football AF, one of our best cities for the XFL, guys. That was one of our – that was maybe the top city of all. I think we might have talked Orlando up more than any city when we were doing XFL City Madness. Yeah, and Brian, is that a coincidence that after we said Orlando would be a great, you know, a great city to host an alternative football team that Football AF decides to run there? I don't know, Jake. I mean, just remember they're listening, so it could be, it could be a coincidence. It could be fact. My my issue with them selecting Orlando is why don't they have a name for the Orlando team? Why is it just a city? I mean, if this thing's been developed for so long, you know, this this lack of information, even though they're giving us information, still feels like fluff. Still feels like they're pulling stuff out as they go. Maybe they're, you know, pulling the city, seeing, you know, if what they want to go for. The Orlando Mickey Mouses. This is so much more information than the XFL's given us, and Brian initially just poo poos it off. (laughs) I love how he just always takes any Alliance of American football information. Is either conspiracy or untrustworthy? Let me let me what, let me ask you something. What, do they need a team what, what, what would what could XFL give you right now that would satisfy your need uh, for information? Rules, Ru- uh, rules, a rules. Uh, a, a name of a name of someone who's going to be involved outside uh, of the a, a, man. A couple cities in the running, possibly. But if all that's being figured out, what's the point of giving you that information now? So what you're saying is you want an information dump. You want it all at one time. Either dump or facts. You know what I mean? And yes, the AF, great. They're having a team in Orlando. But for them to be solidified and for them to be done with this entire process that they've claimed to be, why are they piecemealing it so much that it's just a city and it's just a coach? And it's you know just certain things where... Yeah, great. There's, you know, maybe they're keeping themselves relevant, but at the same time, you know, are they even ready? Are they going to mess us up the way the XFL did the first time? And we're rushing the XFL to give us information when in reality, take their time. I, mean, I don't. That think, might be the the reality of this whole thing. I don't think the reality is they're trying to be like the XFL, which was trying to be a competitor with the NFL. This absolutely feels like they're genuinely trying to make a minor league system for the NFL. 
um, getting a lot of people who are really knowledgeable about that whole organization, and they're having them put this thing together. Steve Spurrier, a coach now in this league, he's also trying to lure other people into the league. Yeah, news instantly came out after that announcement that he was trying to get Tim Tebow. He even was speaking with the Orlando Sentinel saying that would be wonderful to get Tim Tim into the league. He knows about the league, and he's he's welcome to come to Orlando and play. So Steve Spurrier coaching Tim Tebow, that is, even if you're not aiming for big ratings, because this league I feel is more of a, a football organization than any kind of entertainment company, which is what the XFL will be. They're going to try to get ratings and money. The AAF, I think, is genuinely just trying to be a minor league system, and that's a good way to get started. I, I I love that move, and that's good. That's a good hype man. Steve Spurrier is the perfect kind of guy for a league like that, Jake. Yeah, I'm looking at this Photoshop right now of Spurrier with the logos uh, on, on his hat and clothes. Now, I don't see anything about where they're going to be playing. Is that right, or am I missing something there? I'm trying to see uh, about the Orlando Stadium, and I have the whole article up. I mean, I'm on the Football AF site right now, and I, I don't see where they're so going is to that, Is that a safe site to go to? Can I go to that without music blasting? Uh, yes, you can. Yeah, you're okay, fine. Thank you. AAF.com. Um, 300 days, they have a countdown. That's pretty cool. Yeah, man. They got, they got their stuff together on their it's, website. Yeah, it's less than a year. Literally every second there's an update on their site while the XFL website has zero. It's still the and it's still the same social media posts like they they posted on here and unfortunately I went there and there you go there's the sound. Uh, but they still are posting tweets from the Sporting News, GameSpot, Wayne Dupree and DigiDay. <laughs> Just talking about how the XFL's back and making it look like news tweets. It's very very odd how this website has not been updated. I still find it hilarious. Many you can't weeks. find a picture of Dick Ebersol, Heinz Ward. Uh, oh, on the AAF website. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's really just the most inconsequential thing ever on that one. Who cares? There are executives that have pictures on the website. This website, at least, is being updated. Um, Steve Spurrier is also trying to lure former Oklahoma head coach Bob Stoops to be his defensive coordinator. He's doing TV now, and he told Steve, ah, maybe. <laughs> but, hard maybe. Could yeah, this turn into a league where just, like, you know, retired college coaches end up yeah. at? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of uh, where it looks like it's heading. It's, uh, you know, familiar faces for a lot of the guys who will probably play in this league. Uh, They're going to want to play for a coach they know or recognize and try to get back to the NFL because that's what the AAF, I feel, like it's going to be all about. If you're in the XFL, I don't know if they could – everybody initially was saying this could be maybe a new minor league work in tandem – Players use it as a jumping off. I think the XFL with this AAF, more and more I think about it, is going to have to be completely different kind of football. But the good thing for them is the NFL is changing the the game so much with the rules every single year. By next year and by 2020, the XFL could just do regular old football and be completely different from the NFL, NFL with how they're changing all the rules. 
they could do that. And, you know, this this alliance football, I, I got to tell you, I would not mind if it just turned into, like, the senior PGA Tour or something, you know, where Michael <laughs> Irvin could yeah. play there or, or Herschel Walker or you know, Kurt Warner, just, you know, guys, <laughs> a, a 50 and up league. Maybe. Kurt That's- Herschel Herschel Walker definitely still could play in that league. I, I, I believe that. I think that. he could still play in the XFL. I think Herschel Walker and Bo Jackson would be perfect for the XFL, although Bo Jackson's probably not in shape. Herschel Walker absolutely is. Now, the last thing I want to talk about this week is this kind of news and this kind of hype going around the AAF where football people are interested in that and they're talking about that. They're wanting to get involved. Steve Spurrier saw that and said, I want to be in there. Let me coach a team, and now he's coaching a team. Do you think this is because the AAF seemingly has, for lack of a better phrase, their shit together compared to the XFL? Or what I'm starting to think is that because football is such a right-now game, look at the NFL. It's always right now. It's not for long. You have teams. You Teams don't even put their teams together thinking about two, three years in the future. Everything in the NFL is win next year because there's just no tomorrow in this sport. Do you think in the Alliance of American Football and the people being interested in that and all the hype that's getting compared to the XFL is just because the nature of football is the here and now and nobody has time to think about two years from now? Well, I think the here and now is on their mind because this could be, you know, this could be like the original XFL. It could be a one-and-done one league. So, you know, you gotta you got to make the best. you got to put your best foot forward out there, I think. That's one reason. I mean, talking about why, you know, football AF seems to have their stuff together, you know, the season is starting in less than a year. The, the XFL made the announcement that their season will be starting in, you know, two years and a, a month or two years and two months or something. So they've only got half the time. So maybe that's why you're seeing more information come out or more specific details. Yeah, and I I also have to believe that there's no constraints, right? So Football AF is not telling Steve Spurrier, hey, you're signing on for a multi-year commitment. I, I mean, we don't know any of the details, but I, I can't believe that would be the case. So Steve Spurrier could say, hey, next year I'm going to coach Football AF. For, for all we know, the next the year after that, he might have said he might say, "Well, that was lame. I'm going to the XFL." Or that could be be the same for any player or executive getting involved with this league next year because who knows about 2 years from now? And you don't have the XFL saying, you know, there's a clause if you're going to work with them, you can't come here and work in 2020. So, there are no constraints really. So, if people want to work in football now, obviously they're going to go work at the AAF. Well, and I also think that uh, without long, I mean, the only long-term commitment they have was from their investors and the most impatient people in this world are investors. So it's going to be interesting when it comes to after year one, how those investors feel of whether or not they can continue a second year and, and and the players, the coaches, the executives, all these people, you know, they're going to have to contemplate life. You know, talk about Tim Tebow, Tim Tebow's playing baseball right now. And he's probably making more in the minors over there than he would be playing in the AAF. So, you know, money's going to draw these people. It's it's going to be a, a very interesting next 11 months for the AAF and an interesting 20 months for the uh, XFL. 
Yeah, Tim Tebow's probably making more than minor league baseball or the AAF just doing SEC uh, network stints <laughs> here and there as well. Um, you know, th- th- this is so bizarre now. The XFL coming back just by itself was insane, right? And we started this podcast and wanted to talk about all the possibilities, but this is just such a giant monkey wrench in all of it, the Alliance of American Football. And you brought up a good point. Investors are impatient, even though Charlie Ebersol at that press conference, right, said, our investors understand that this is a very slow process and this is a 10-year thing and we'll see how they feel after one year and there is a, pretty much a zero rating on any TV for this this league and we'll see where their subscribers are or whatever they're going to have for their mobile app and their their digital platform. Not saying that there won't there will be zero, but I can't imagine it's going to be anywhere near profitable in year one. But, man, I, even an investor going into it, knowing this after one year, is going to be demoralized, I feel. Any kind of football league you get involved with, especially if it's you know, kind of setting up to be a minor league. I don't think this is a money thing. This has to be a strictly football thing for the AAF. The XFL, now that could be a money thing. That could make I, the XFL is a brand that can make money. The AAF is a brand that might be able to be respected in football circles and eventually down the road. That's how I'm gathering it. The the further and further down this crazy ass road we go, but man, I just want some XFL news, Jake, and we're not getting any. But if I'm not if getting not frustrated this, yet. If you're not in this to make money, it'd be the biggest football promotion in the world. And what do you do? I can't pay my mortgage with respect, unfortunately. I <laughs> well, I don't, I don't know the motives for the AAF, honestly. I don't. It doesn't feel like they're building this thing up to be a big money maker. I mean, am I, the, am I wrong on that? Am I the only one getting that vibe? Well, that's what it feels like. I mean, they don't want to shoot commercials. They don't want to have uh, any type of... It just seemed weird that money was not the... Um, the backing behind the AAF, which why would you do this? Uh, you know, no one they has have a, mo- a bunch of money supply. invested. They have a bunch of money invested. I just don't see, you know, they're not trying to, it feels like the XFL is going out trying to compete with the NFL. The AAF is not going to do that. I've worked for, you know, public companies, private companies, you know, multi-million dollar companies. And the one thing that's consistent no matter how much money you make a year, is that there's always goals every year. And you have to make them for the people to be happy. And that's how investors stay happy. you got to make goals. So XFL, they'll have their goals. And like we said, the brand itself can probably make those. (laughs) And uh, AAF, who knows if they can actually make those goals. It doesn't sound like it's a priority, which, which just sounds really weird. And it, it's really taken a lot of the luster out of the XFL. But I don't have any fear, Jake, as we uh, wrap up this show. And uh, we had no XFL news this week. There's still plenty of intrigue and so many questions to be asking. Next week, who knows what we'll get into. Maybe there will be some news. But we are uh, at least going to broach this one subject that I want to talk about next week, Jake. I want to talk about now that the AAF has inserted itself into this alternative football conversation. The NFL's changing all of its rules. The XFL's first came out and said, you know, we're going to be a safe league. We're going to do this and that. Can the XFL afford to do that now that we have the AAF and the NFL kind of changing things up? Does the XFL have to go back to a brutal brand? 
That's what I want to talk about next week, Jake. Well, it sounds like a great topic. And if you want to listen, you're definitely going to want to tune in next week. Absolutely. You're going to want to tune into that. If you're a football fan, you're going to want to talk about the philosophy of where this game is headed as well, because we'll probably broach that subject a ton next week. Anything left to say, guys, before we head out of here? Down this crazy road? Jose Cortez. Oh, I think we're right. due... I think we're due for a Jose Cortez XFL legend segment next week too, Brian. I'll uh I would say I have to brush up on it, but I've been following that guy for 25 years probably now, so it's <laughs> Jose Cortez is number one fan. That's Bryant for Jake. I'm Alan. This is the XFL show. Follow us at XFL Show on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. The website, this is the XFL Show.com. We will see you next Sunday for some more football talk. But until then, remember, they're listening.